Welcome to the Backseat Fantasy Podcast, featuring your host, Mario. You know, as I sit here looking at my championship belts, I can't help but feel that I'm overqualified for this. Senior stat. Mr. D's. You have the worst trade proposals I've ever seen. The world's worst psychic, Castro. Fonz is our next champion. And last and probably least, Big Willie. You know who the f***? Shit bowl is? It's me. It's time for another episode of Nonsense from the least qualified fantasy analysts in the business. So buckle up and enjoy the view from behind as the guys take you on the backseat ride of your life. Two, one, go. Damn. You'd never Damn. know that it had been five or six months <laughs> since we all clapped at the same time. I think we're all just excited. We are. We are. Everyone's smiling, which we usually do, which is why we did this in the first place. But let me just say it. We are back. Apologies. Uh, I think specifically to Matty G. He's, he's the only person <laughs> oh. that... I heard that was like, hey guys, like when's the next episode coming out? I actually um, I asked him uh two two, three weeks ago. I was like, hey man, do you have any podcast recommendations? I'm 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 running low on like what I normally listen to. And he's like, uh yeah, first 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 and foremost, he's like backseat fantasy. <laughs> I was like, I know, I'm sorry, we need to get back into it. We need to get back into it. So Shout out. I would have loved it if he tried to sell you. He's like, all right, you know, these guys, they have this and this and this going for them. They'll just disappear for like months at a time, but it's worth it if you, uh, if you stick it out. <laughs> going through. Uh, I, I guess let's let's welcome back. I, I, we are still sticking to the old intro, so our names were all already said. William, Jose, and Castro, all the whole crew back in action. Welcome back, guys. Hello, hello. What up, sluts? What's going on? There it is. Yep. Nothing's changed. <laughs> yeah. No gross. Yeah. <laughs> in case you guys were worried that anyone matured in the last five or six months. Well, uh, the answer's no. be sluts too, okay? I'm talking about all men and women here. It's 2022 now. <laughs> yeah. Equal opportunity sluts. Yes. 2022. <laughs> uh yeah it's 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 been a minute um i don't really have any talking points and i don't really want anyone to cover uh what life has been like from january until now which is late june we've almost made it to the next holiday on the fourth um for anyone curious what this episode will be about i actually went back and listened to our most recent episode so that we could deliver on any promises that were made most specifically uh were that we were going to have 2021 flash dynasty awards and we in fact do have those and that would be a big talking point today i'm excited to reveal that and to turn some smiles into frowns on this podcast in particular (laughs) not mine (laughs) (laughs) for some of these categories uh so we'll go through those um we have not covered the super bowl none of us are drunk unfortunately so it won't be anywhere close to last year's (laughs) super bowl react um, there's been a ton of off-season moves. We picked sort of the top eight or nine to sort of quickly go through. Uh, there's been a couple sleeper trades, literally a couple. I'm glad there haven't been more to, to kind of break down. And we have also had our draft lottery results. 
um, come in. I think that was also back in February. It's been a long break, uh, too long. So again, apologies to Maddie, Jay, anyone else who is not in the league and people in the league who uh, wanted to be put in touch. Uh, we'll try not to go five months again. Uh, but last thing, uh, we also did have a couple rule changes that were voted on right before we stopped um, these episodes. So we'll recap what those results were. There were three that passed, three that failed, and one that it sounds like will be proposed. So we'll dig into that too. But before we get started, um, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to do have the whole uh, everyone say what they're thankful for Thanksgiving chat. But uh, it has been a while. Anyone from January to June, best thing that happened to each of you. Who wants to go first? Oh, I need a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Williams doesn't have anything. William lost his dog. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I was say your your mom stayed for about a week or two. So <laughs> oh, William, I was just playing. You got to bring up cuddles, dude. We talked about that on a podcast. That's probably fresh in people's minds. <laughs> cuddles was stolen. Okay. This. <laughs> and thus began William's journey into becoming John Wick. Yes, that was that was moved back to San Antonio to whoop ass and find his dog. I would say for me, this year was our uh, Mexico trip. Dude. It was pretty fun. Um, obviously, the Coco Bongo night was just yep. absolute fun. Um, yeah, that would have to be it for me, man. Um, I thought about this question when I was at work, and I thought the exact same thing. And pretty quickly, I was like, fuck, I don't want everybody but one person to just say the same trip. Luckily, we have two people that didn't go, so I don't yeah. feel bad for, for that. <laughs> um, uh, Will, I, I think I'm with you. It's obviously fresh in our minds because it was a couple uh, or about a month ago. A month now. ago, yeah. It's been a little while, but yeah, uh, 100%, that trip was a ton of fun uh, as Will holds up his framed photo. Was that the mask? Or the, the guy, guy from the mask? mask? Yeah, he's like the mascot for that Coco Bongo club. Oh my God. <laughs> um, I was a little skeptical. I walked into that club totally sober. Uh, we all paid a, a what I thought was a kind of hefty amount to get in and get a section and all that. But I would have honestly paid more than double for what they gave us in the time we had. It turned out to be a ton of fun. Would absolutely recommend it for anyone thinking about it. Definitely pay for a table. Definitely pay for the service. It's you get probably triple the value um, in that, and it was a it was a ton of fun. And the trip as a whole, probably probably mine. I just want to cut out of Fonz's face from that picture. I, I don't know if, if if you have it right by you, but Fonz is Fonz is the best face in that photo. <laughs> I'll let him know. Yeah, I'll oh, him he'll know. <laughs> his ears are probably burning already <laughs> yeah probably he, he knows he, uh, listen, he leans up against your door when we're recording these <laughs> <laughs> the whole time <laughs> yeah the Coco Bongo was just uh, just so much fun I am shocked we didn't catch uh, COVID well, what are you I talking about say, <laughs> I should say we didn't test positive for COVID before there you go um, some people did catch COVID after the fact but that would have sucked if some of us had to stay because we had no idea what the hell that would mean or what we would have to do. Did y'all have to, to get stay. tested before you came back? Yeah, yep. yeah. At the airport. And then, 
yeah, at the airport, and you they wouldn't let you go on board if you tested positive. But a couple of weeks later, they implemented a they they implemented they the removed test. the test requirement. Yeah, yeah. So like, no more tests required to like get back on the plane. I thought that uh, that that was lifted before y'all went on that trip, but I guess no, that was no. more recent. Fuck okay, no, dude. yeah, we it was a whole thing, man. Like we had to figure it out. We thankfully showed up early enough to uh, do the test there at the airport, but um, we, we got, all kept we talking about lucky. it. Yeah, we were like, was it worth it? Fuck yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'd do it again for sure. But yeah, we we took the test and it was rapid result. And so all of us are sitting there with busted ass Wi-Fi in Mexico, just refreshing our emails, just crossing our fingers that who's going to be the one left behind. Luckily, <laughs> luckily none of us. Uh, more specifically, the girls they didn't uh, they had the chance to test at the hotel the day prior, so they all had their results and were clean. But uh, one of them tested positive the day after we got back. So if they had tested at the airport, there's a chance that they, they might have tested positive. Wouldn't have uh, been allowed to get on the plane. So my anxiety would have been through the roof. Like I know it's gonna be me. It's gonna be me that gets, gets left behind. <laughs> See you later, guys. I don't. I don't speak Spanish that well. <laughs> Dude, they were great, man. Like the workers there, just man, they were all great. Great attitude. Just it was awesome. Um, yeah, I know Jay managed to bring back. Bring back. Oh my god, (laughs) that was the whole thing. Yeah, Jay bought like fifteen bottles of tequila. He sat next to us on the air, and I was like, "What the fuck?" He's like, "Can you fit this underneath your chair?" I'm like, "No, dude, I got my backpack there." Like, (laughs) so he's like trying to stick it in there, and thankfully the the flight attendants didn't tell him anything, so he was good. But when we got off, he was like, "I don't know what to do. We might like me, my brother might have to take some, and then when we go to Dallas, like." you know, take it back, you know, to him. Um, but we chanced it, talked to the guy in the front and the guy was like, are you checking any alcohol? And he was like, yes. And he goes, how many? He goes, 15. He goes, 15. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, how big are they? And he's like, like, like a pint size. He's like, no, they're the 15 one liter bottles. <laughs> and he was like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> like, you think like, he was really cool. Cause Sometimes they can be real dickheads um, and was just like, what were you like? What, why did you, what were you thinking? And Jay was like, well, they said, and I asked and they said it was okay. And it was legal. He goes, everything is legal over there. Of course they're going <laughs> to tell you it's okay. No, the requirement is two per person. And um, thankfully me and my brother were there. So he was like, well, we both can take two bottles each. And then he was like, oh, Roland. So he calls Roland over. He's like, I got another buddy here. He's like, okay, that's good enough. So he let he had him. to find friends to come and like grab. I think it was three bottles a person. I had already yeah. gone through. Luckily, those guys were still behind because if Jay was the last one, he and his and twelve of his fifteen bottles just would have been stuck. Like because this was after we had landed, we were trying to go through customs to get from the international terminal back into the regular San Antonio terminal. And yeah, the guy uh, Fon said it best when. He was saying there, and he goes, how many bottles do you have? 15 bottles. 15 bottles! <laughs> like, the guy was freaked out. <laughs> I wish oh I had God. seen it. Uh, it, was a, it was a whole thing, dude. And then Jay gets home and, like, sends us a picture that I got home safe. He was like, oh, it was only 12 bottles. I see one of the bottles that he took home was the wine that came with the hotel or the, the resort room. that we were staying at. Yeah. I was like, really? You took no. one of the wines? No man left behind. I'm like, that's exactly what he said. He's like, no <laughs> like, I took it all. I'm like, all right, dude, I can't, can't be mad at that. Um, but yes, Mexico. <clears throat> Mexico, Mexico. Solid. I didn't expect it to take that long. So now you yeah. guys. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> 
I go real quick. Uh, I uh, I graduated college, so that's one Ew. thing. Ooh. That's, That's right. That, and I am now an employed person, too. Yeah. <laughs> it only took 30 yeah. years. Only no. took 30 years. <laughs> Clown. No, but I, yeah, I got a job uh, contracted by EA Sports to work on Madden, both That's 23 right. and 24. To fix Madden. Oh, no, two years. Nice. Two games. It's one a year contract, but they're splitting the difference. So I'll start on, I'll end one, start one. And then, well, they could bring me back too. So, like, they yeah. That that's what I'm guessing would happen is like I don't I I I don't know I I in my way of thinking I doubt they would pull you in the middle of working on a future game, and it would just take longer to retrain or, you know, reteach anyone that's going to work on what you already know. So, you would think, but didn't they do that to whoever you replaced? Oh fuck! Okay. Mm, No, well, I think who I replaced, he got promoted. Oh, okay. So like he he stepped up and then I just filled his hole. Oh, you did? You filled his yeah. hole? <laughs> <laughs> see? You see? Uh, <laughs> you see quite it? the promotion. Look look at you getting we got a new intern. all riled up. <laughs> <laughs> just in case you thought we were lying about the maturity. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, that's been the line though, since you said you got it, because we've all been shitting on Madden for so long as we we played it for five or six years straight in the franchise. We're like, okay, good. We got a man on the inside. Tell them to fix this, this, and that. And you're like, well, I, I just control the audio portion. It's like, well, we didn't have complaints about that. <laughs> yeah, that's me. But you better bet. Any that's audio fuck-ups we hear, you're never going to hear the end of it. <laughs> oh, man. I'm not going to tell you what I worked on, so. <laughs> they, we already like, that, was, that wasn't me. <laughs> Uh, that is exciting, though. Finally, everyone goes at their own pace, but you get there. <laughs> yeah, man, you get congrats. There. congrats! You made it. All right, thank you, Jose. Um, I think for me, uh, so I got I got promoted at work. Um, so that's that's a, that's a good thing for me as well. Um, yeah. and uh, I didn't take any trips, but uh, but I'm planning for a big one, uh, in the September, beginning of October, going to Italy. So, uh. That's probably the, the top two things going on for me right now. It's keeping me busy. Nice. So, all good stuff. Have you decided which part of Italy? Uh, still working it out. Um, but we're going to have, I mean, like I said, two weeks. So um, quite a, quite a. Two. Two weeks. Two, two. two weeks. <laughs> I, I was about I said, to say it in earnest and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I said it twice and I was like, maybe, maybe someone uh, will catch on. Sorry. Uh, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, off, I'm we're out, we're out of practice here. It's been a while. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, no, we're still working out like the, the places we just know we're going to be there for that, that amount of time. Um, and there's a lot to see. So we're trying to, trying to be, um, trying to put in the work to find out, you know, how we make the most out of those 14 days. Thank you. I didn't, I don't have, like, they're just called three, four, and five. I don't know which ones the good ones are. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know how you make the most out of that trip? Go to Japan. <laughs> that's the, I think that's next on William's list. He's got, uh, now that oh, everyone's yeah. got their passport, he wants to go. He'll never, he'll never leave, dude. Dude, I'm going to, man. Yeah, Japan just. We joke around all day. He'd just be walking around with a huge boner all day. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're probably like a giant there. Yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, probably. I'll take it. Mario for sure would be. They'd look at you because you're too tall. Like, 
<laughs> yeah. You know, it just kind of fit in. <laughs> uh, um, well, Jose, you got to hit the big... Italy. Yeah, you got to hit the big ones, right? Like, you're probably going to do Rome. That's like the first thing that comes to everyone's head. Yep. For sure, Rome. I think we're actually landing... We're planning on landing in Rome, so... Yeah. There you go. Watch Gladiator beforehand. Yeah. You know, in Rome, me and Isaac, we would always go there and uh, there's like, I forget what the square is. There's a square with like this big pillar in the middle and there's like a little coffee shop right right uh, to the left of the pillar. And if you happen to be here, you see a coffee shop. I can't give you the name either. There's a waitress in there who's there every time we went and she looks just like Michelle. And Isaac would call her... Uh, Italian Michelle and Isaac always wanted <laughs> Isaac always wanted to get like a video of her saying Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> we never did it though. That's your mission, these. That's your I'll mission. Keep, like, I'll keep that in mind. Italian mission impossible. She, look, she looks just like her, just like not as short, but <laughs> uh hey, real quick. Just I just got paranoid because we're out of practice. Everybody's recording, right? Yeah. Things are running. All right. I just I had flashbacks to all the horror stories of trying to cut and paste uh. old records and things like that. All right, well, uh, quite the intro on that one. Uh, we're overdue. This could be a three-hour episode, and uh, it, it's still only put a dent in uh, the uh, overdue content that we have. But with that, I think I'm ready to jump into the awards. Uh, like I said, we're going to put a button on the 2021 season. This is kind of going to be the season two finale if you will and uh everything going forward after this episode will begin the 2022 content seasons incoming rookies uh and off-season reports new injuries things like that um but yeah let's let's put a, a button on it uh cue cue award music Castro, you're gonna have to find some award music um after this to, to put in there <laughs> absolutely not Use your um, imagination. Let's <laughs> go audio engineer, man. Yeah, what the fuck? Just pull some of the Madden files. For you. Now these days they start, I charge. It's not a anymore. <laughs> All right, it's a one thing go. school taught him. Is it $10 a month? Because I got you covered. This is right here. <laughs> okay, so uh, there's a handful of topics here. We'll go through one at a time. But the quick overview, we're going to start with the drafts who we thought had the uh, – it says draft day steal, but I think it's just best draft and worst drafts. And as I'm looking at my notes now, I'm realizing that um, I I put the wrong things. Damn it, Jose. I typed all this stuff out, and it's gone. Um, oh, no. Oh, wait a minute. It's there. I appreciate the confidence. Yeah, okay. I think it's sort of here. Uh, but yeah, we're going to start with best and worst drafters for 2021. Should we go best first or worst? Worst first. Best. Worst first? All right. Best. All right. Um, so this was put together kind of quickly. Uh, so we don't have a handful of nominees and runner ups necessarily. But the award for worst 2021 draft belongs to Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Isaac, suck it. Will, you look so relieved. (laughs) (laughs) 
William, I think you're excluded because you had so few picks. No, actually, that was somebody had so few picks. It's like they didn't have any good ones. It was Miller. They didn't have any good ones, but it's like they didn't have the potential to. And that's ultimately where Isaac edged it out. And so Isaac, who's probably side eyeing his phone right now and and talking (laughs) shit, he he probably already knows why. But um, pick number he had picks number five and nine in the first round. Pick number five. He took who everybody thought was going to be the starting running back in San Francisco in Trey Sermon. Trey Sermon did miss some games with injury, but before that even happened, he pretty much lost his job to Elijah Mitchell, uh, who was drafted second in that draft and way later in our fantasy draft. Trey Sermon ultimately finished as running back 88 on the season. Um, That alone is not it, though, because like I said, Isaac also had pick number nine, which he used to draft Terrace Marshall. Terrace Marshall, uh, wide receiver for the Panthers, uh, finished with 138 yards, zero touchdowns for the entire season. Now, I'm going to give a little behind-the-scenes tidbit here of uh, a message that was done prior to that draft (laughs) where I reached out to Isaac and said, hey, would you be interested in a potential draft day trade of Juju for your pick nine? And Isaac just said one word. Nope. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> so I got annoyed because he wasn't like, you know, maybe this, maybe that. He just said, nope. So I just said, excited to see who you blow the pick on. And he said, plenty of players at 109 better than Juju. And I said, and you'll pick the worst one. <laughs> Fast forward. Terrace Marshall. Now, I looked this up because I'm an asshole, Isaac. Juju, this past season, only played four and a half games. Missed the rest of the season due to injury. Terrace Marshall finished as wide receiver 145. Juju still finished as 135. Still outperformed Terrace Marshall on the season. How's that taste, Isaac? Played in four and a half games. (laughs) So maybe the next time I come to you, offer to trade. (laughs) Give me more than one word. Uh, some of the names passed on in this, Jalen Waddell, Devontae Smith, Rondale, and Eli Moore, Rashad Bateman, Amon Ross St. Brown, and of course, Elijah Mitchell, the real starting running back for the 49ers. All those guys could have been yours, Isaac, if uh, you know, you were a little nicer <laughs> to me. You got a draft. <laughs> so, uh, sorry to... to Throw you on the fire first, Isaac. But uh, honorary mention did actually go to Miller. But again, that's just because he had, I think he had two picks and he took the Browns defense and Matt Prater. That was, that was his entire draft. <laughs> um, he did not win the award, however, just because of lack of opportunity. Like those are like the fourth and fifth round. So that being said, best draft 2021. I think we said it multiple times I for this said past it year. Times. Oh, God. We all agree with you. You guys can suck it. Hello, <laughs> Scott. <laughs> uh, exactly right. Bury the lead. It was Scott. So My boy, Scott. Conversely, Scott um, drafted Eli Mitchell, who, for the record, finished as running back 23 on the year, even though he missed six games due to injury and technically wasn't the starter when the season began or, you know, mm-hmm. at least when training camp began. So missed six games, which is close to half the season. Still finishes uh, as a running back three, running back 23 overall. 
like I said, Trey Sermon, running back 88, just crushed him. But more than that, uh, in his first round, drafted Jalen Waddle. In his second round, drafted Eli Moore, both of whom I thought I had a note on how they finished, but uh, had really tremendous rookie seasons and uh, looked to be promising for the future. Of course, this is redemption for all the crap he was given in the C.D. Lamb trade, Castro, which I think <laughs> I think you're rooting for it so hard just for your guilt because you know you got away with one. No way. <laughs> well, he knows. He guys obviously can't knows. assess talent. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so much has happened since then because you got C.D. Lamb in that deal who's already off your team because you – I think I was talking to Dees about this. You have had so much talent walk through your halls oh, and yeah. then just get rid of them. <laughs> you never keep them. <laughs> don't, you don't have to tell me that. I know. <laughs> um, so he has zero rings. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so draft day bus. Congratulations, Isaac. I'm sorry. Yeah. Worst draft, Isaac. Best draft of 2021. Scott, congrats. Hi, Scotty. On- Brad Scott. Two awards. Uh, moving on into midseason action, we have uh, best and worst. Oh, God. Best and worst uh, free agent pickup of the <laughs> year. Uh, again, this was kind of scanned, but given how late it was in the season, we want worst first again. I feel like it takes yeah, away yeah. from the yeah. best. Like, we can't appreciate the best because we're so hype on who the worst is. So I'm going to flip this one. <laughs> all right. Here. All right. Best free agent pickup award goes to Miller. Damn. Who grabbed Cordero Patterson for eight dollars. Eight dollars. Cordero finished as the wide receiver eight. So a number one wide receiver and running back twelve. He could have started him at either position and would have had a number one guy at both spots. Wow. Ridiculous. Given that he only paid eight dollars and he had that kind of impact, it wasn't really close. The next, the runner-up for that one was actually Justin, who got Hunter Renfro for fifteen bucks, and he finishes a wide receiver fourteen. So, wide receiver two fifteen. Um, but yeah, it doesn't really come close to Cordero. So, congratulations on your pickup there, Miller. Mm-hmm. Worst free agent pickup of the year: seventy-one dollars spent. On Jeremy McNichols by Isaac. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn Isaac. This is not personal Isaac. I didn't do Jeez, Mario, just say you hate him. <laughs> Fuck you, Isaac. I have a platform. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get Isaac on. I realized we didn't have Isaac on for all of season two, and I think he had like three appearances in season one, so he's he's due along with Scott. To get back on, um, Isaac. I'm sorry. I mean, but look, <laughs> look at the facts here. You spent seventy one dollars <laughs> on Jeremy, Jeremy McNichols, and the kicker is you dropped him two weeks later. It's fifteen days later that you cut him. So <laughs> that is seventy one percent of your annual budget spent on a guy that you had for two weeks, and I'm pretty sure did nothing for you. True. Sorry, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying to remember that conversation too in, in like the sleeper chat where Derek Henry went down. I think it was like Monday night or Tuesday night before waivers cleared. Uh, I forget what day it was. And like everyone was talking about it. And I I, I, I think I only had like $60 left or something. And Isaac was, I think, chip leader at that point with all his um, mm. fab budget. And I think I, I almost felt like he, he felt like he had to do, like he had to put in uh, <laughs> to claim him. 
but uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember that exact conversation, but yeah. What ended up happening in that backfield? It ended up being a timeshare, right? Like Ronnie Hilliard was kind Dante of the guy. Foreman was the guy. Yeah. Foreman. Daddy. He had. showed up. How much did you spend on Foreman there? Do you remember? I don't remember, to be honest. It might have been the same week that that happened. But I didn't spend a lot. I I don't think I don't think I spent over like twenty bucks on anyone. <laughs> Five dollars. Five dollars. He was solid too. Uh, yep. You had him for more than two weeks. I remember you had him in the playoffs. Yeah. Still for that him. brief for that brief run. I do still have him. Oh, do you really? Yeah, he's not on the same team though. He's with uh, Panthers, Carolina. Yeah, there you go. Got him, dude. Maybe. <laughs> Could be yours, William, if you have any picks uh, left. I don't want to be. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Best and worst trade. Um, Isaac is actually – so for the worst trade, Isaac <laughs> is involved, but he is not on the wrong end of this thing. Okay. Is that who, is that who he traded? Um, this uh, I'm talking to Isaiah because he knows the player I'm going to bring up. It was the Kareem, Kareem Hunt deal. Oh, no, it was Warwick. It was Warwick, Warwick and right. Miller. Warwick and Miller. Warwick and Miller. Sorry, Isaac. Damn, I'm just torturing Isaac. <laughs> 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 I'm not going to release this. He's not going to talk to me for weeks. <laughs> okay, worst trade award. Oh, I should have gone best. All right, we'll get the next one right. Worst trade award goes to Miller, who acquired Kareem Hunt for a first round pick. And the reason this is worst is because hours after this trade was accepted, <laughs> Graham Hunt was put on IR and missed the next five games. <laughs> and uh, immediately Miller came in and asked like, Hey, I'm going to need you guys to uh, veto that trade on this boat. <laughs> uh, it, was, so just, it, was, it was Justin who, who, in the chat he was like hey is he gonna clear uh his what, what did he say his physical yeah just just bad like you the opposite kind of luck that miller usually has um i would have thought true. he'd be on the other end of that but first round pick went to warwick and he sold just in time before that that ship went down um best trade actually belongs to jacob and that I wonder if Castro knows what it is. Yes, I do. James Conner. That would be James <laughs> Conner, who finishes RB five, and got him for a third round pick. Yeah, I messed that up. That was, <laughs> that was my bad. And he's the starter now. Yeah. Is that so? Yeah, I think so. He's the only one with like. It was like Chase Edmonds was the other guy there, right? No, he's there. in Miami. Yeah, he's in there, Miami. There's a Eno Benjamin kid who I have him on my bench who I thought was going to take over eventually yeah, same. this past year. But he actually, when he got chances, he looked really good. So I'm still yeah. so hopeful for it. We'll there's see. a rookie there too, though. They drafted a rookie in that. They did, they did but like they, I feel like they never give him shots as also, early. I think – or go ahead. No, I was going to say they also picked up Daryl Williams. Um, so oh probably, yeah, that guy. He's probably That's there too. Right. Which one's that? Is that the chief? He... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. I don't. I don't think though he's gonna be that. I think it's gonna go Connors, 
Eno Benjamin, then Daryl Williams, and then probably whoever they drafted. I don't think they drafted like a high rookie, like a high round. Or... Yeah, I mean, shit, Eli Mitchell is a eye-opener for everybody. It doesn't matter if the coaching staff likes him and he lights it up. They get on the field, but I just I think in that offense, any running back is going to look good. So I just it's going to fall to the pecking order. I feel like. Yeah. Well, shit! This is the first time that in a while that James Conner managed to stay healthy for an entire season. That is true. Mm-hmm. He was on a one-year deal, and which means he's due for an injury. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to put it out there, but <laughs> Damn, uh, it's out there. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say. It. I didn't say it either. <laughs> um, as it stood. Uh, James Conner did play the whole season. He was on a, a one-year deal, kind of prove-yourself prove, prove yourself deal, and he did. Like I said, RB5, and the guy was just a touchdown machine in that offense. Good on Jacob. He bought him for cheap, and uh, it worked out. We'll see how long that goes. Jacob was my favorite customer this past year. <laughs> <laughs> you guys had a lot of business. <laughs> a lot of business. Um, okay. Now, we obviously know how the championship played out. Jose is now our, our new defending champ after this last season, but that kind of wraps up. Um, but another award that we didn't fully flesh out, we kind of ran out of time, and it's it's sort of unofficially going to be called the Castro slash Heartbreak Kid slash Fantasy Island <laughs> Award because famously two seasons ago, Castro said, if I would have made the play, if, if, if DeAndre Hopkins <laughs> doesn't fucking score on this play in week seven, so did score, I would have been, if he did score, <laughs> I would have been in. Or no, if Andy Dalton hadn't thrown a touchdown, uh, that's that what it was. was the one. It was either or things yeah. could happen. If, if Dalton doesn't throw that touchdown, who like Dalton was not good at throwing touchdowns when he was playing. He just happened to get that garbage time one. That had this massive butterfly effect, which resulted in you missing the playoffs. And you did the math yourself saying, God, if I was in, I would have played this game. Then I would have played this game. And I would have played this game. And I'm the champ. But I just barely missed it. So this year, that Castro Fantasy Island Heartbreak Award belongs to Justin. Justin. Um, Welcome to the club. He's an island boy. Just trying to make it. And again, this wasn't fully fleshed out. I, I wanted to go in and dig, but I know he was part of a three-team battle for that final playoff spot. He just barely missed it. He caught fire late, but it was too late. And if he had gotten in at that spot, um, I think it was going to be the sixth playoff spot. His bracket lined up to where, yep, he would have won the first, second. And like I said, if he would have met me in the finals, everybody would have beat me. I think I had the lowest scoring output of that game. So... Welcome. Congratulations on your Fantasy Island Championship, <laughs> Justin. Whatever that means to you, Justin. <laughs> um, the last three are just sort of year-end um, wrap-up awards. So we have Most Improved Team, uh, Team with the Biggest Drop-Off, and then our Best Picture of Sorts is going to be the GM of the Year, Coach of the Year, whatever you want to call it. But... Before that, we got a couple ancillary things, just sort of league involvement uh, awards. And those I'm going to call the Chatterbox Award for the person who messaged the most in our sleeper thread throughout the season. And the conversely, the Wallflower Award, people who have the least involvement in the chat throughout the season. So uh, Chatterbox Award actually goes to me with 407 messages sent throughout the course of 2021. Hey, who's the runner-up? 
closely followed by Isaac. I was going to say Isaac. I was going to say Isaac. Isaac talks a lot. I didn't realize it was that much. He talks a lot of shit on those threads. (laughs) But I appreciate the involvement. I had 407. He had 402. Barely, barely missed out on that one. Third place, any guesses? I want to say Jacob. Jacob was actually fourth, and it wasn't close. Castro? Castro is third. Wow. 305 messages. I'm surprised at that because you're reasonably quiet on most threads. Uh, Heck no, man. I I was pretty surprised to see (laughs) your name on there. I'm going to start messaging like in like one letter messages (laughs) (laughs) just to get that number up. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, Jacob was fourth with 223. So I was 407, Isaac 402, Castro U305, and then Jacob 223 is a pretty steep drop off. Hit the 300s. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Opposite. Opposite award. Least involvement in the message threads. Anybody Scott, want to guess before I read Scott. it? I'm going to say Scott, too. Jose knows the answer is, in fact, Scott. How about a number? Give me a number you think he, he did. 20. I think, he, nah, I think he's like 70, 75, 70 to 75. 13. Oh, 13. That's a busy guy. He didn't want to talk to any of us. He was done with y'all shit talking. He put it. He got to work. That's what he did. <laughs> he cut off social media. Went straight to work. Yeah, uh, this is a call out. We want. We want more involvement. I remember when we called him out on a podcast and said. If Scott listens to this, just put "fuck you, William." And then, like ten days later, I feel like it, it, <laughs> it randomly it. showed up. You did yeah. do it though. Uh, so we baited one of those out of him. Um, but yep, that award goes to Scott. Scott, Scott all over these awards today. I know. Um, and, and Isaac, too. And <laughs> Isaac, too. <laughs> um, second place, runner-up, least involved. Deez. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. I'm going to say <laughs> uh, Warwick. It is Warwick. Woo! Oh. William's good at this game. Yeah. He's you watching that every night. <laughs> uh, a number guess? Um, 52. Castro? 22. 23. Damn! Wow, damn it, I was close. Damn. Uh, Castro, you were kind of close with your guess because D's, in fact, our own D's, was third place on this Dang. one with 92 messages on the year. Wow. Dang, what a... I'm going for 100. <laughs> Smoking you, D's. I hear you loud and clear. I hear you loud and clear. <laughs> so just a note, the uh, we saw that the league does track messages, so we figured might as well, might as well throw it in there and maybe call so, out to... Say fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, everybody. <laughs> yeah, the, the number one is going to be like 700 messages. This next <laughs> uh, okay, last three awards. Most improved team, and I hate to do this, but combination of the biggest points increase year over year, best record increase, and final standing belongs to Castro. Boom. Boom. That's that, dude. <laughs> 
I actually yeah. had more thorough notes on this, but yeah, your points increased tremendously. I think it was like 600. I know we added the extra flex, but we did math on everybody and your percentage was far and away better than everyone else's uh, from 2020 to 2021. Your uh, seventh place standing went to first act technically in the regular season. And then your final standing went from missing the playoffs to uh, third overall after your bye week and your uh, consolation bracket finish. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Suck and, it and with as you. everyone knows, and as everyone knows, I track all time stats. Um, so caster with your, with your performance for 2021, you are now in third place for most wins in the league. Uh, Miller and I are both tied for first at 55 wins. You're right behind us at 54. So I think Ooh. when I, when I, when I brought this stat up last year, I think you were like fourth or fifth or something. Um, but you are now third we're all in the running for first nice i like that so, who's fourth? Suck that william <laughs> uh, that, that would be that, okay i was gonna say i better be fucking close on there yeah <laughs> yeah miller and i 55 caster 54 mario 52 the next closest <laughs> is will 44 <laughs> Now, what does everyone in that list have in common except Castro? <laughs> a oh, ring. Okay. <laughs> there you go. I mean that that kind of just shows that you are truly the outlier. You're up there in wins with everyone, but you're the one out of five or I six. The, I'm the fucking dude who gets Justin Jackson, Monster Games, <laughs> Marquise, what Lee? What was oh, it was Alan Hearns got you. Al, yeah, Justin Alan Jackson Hearn. got you. Yeah. Everyone fucking gets me. Like <laughs> every nobody is like, I'm gonna have the day of my life today. <laughs> you know, Cole Beasley also lit you up. Yes, it was uh, your cousin. He had yeah, he that started, kept like, you out of the playoffs too. Yep. God, I was so dumb. And that was like the one free agency pickup he had done. Like he wasn't he wasn't he, doing anything. He wasn't even switching players out. He left his roster the same way every week and yeah. was doing garbage <laughs> until he played me. And uh, I just get I get. It's fucked by the stupidest things. That led to my title that year. William had you do that. He put Castro sucks really big <laughs> across his forehead. It's <laughs> gonna follow me around too. <laughs> That's is that an iPad trick? Yeah, you gotta figure out how you to should do that. probably do it on your Mac. Maybe. No, are you gonna leave that there? No, we're starting to lose it. William. It's been too long. Did it, did it for after the moment about, after forty <laughs> minutes. Um. Okay, so Miller, Castro, congratulations! You win the most improved team. Let me point out there: you don't get any money or anything. This is just bragging rights. Well, most everything in this league is bragging rights, I don't but know we do you track brag them. about that. I mean, good luck. Most improved, most improved team. <laughs> um, biggest drop off, conversely, belongs to Warwick. Oh, oh. shit! Well, he's William's so excited. Me. He's not on the shit list. <laughs> William, drop off. So you have to have been high. So you can fall. <laughs> oh, my two rings weren't high enough. You <laughs> sucked. Your two rings were years ago. <laughs> if you want to do over the course of seven years, I guess we could talk about it. That's definitely the highest. You've the worst drop off ever. <laughs> No, but Warwick obviously uh, played against me in the championship last year. That's right. Uh, this year, he went all the way to the opposite end. He finished um, 11th place and walked away the toilet bowl champion of the year. Um, 
which uh, gave him the uh, lottery penalty, but turns out didn't matter as we'll get to the lottery results uh, before this episode's over. Um, but yeah, we got to get him that trophy still. You That's have it, don't you? William. It's not in my house. Is it not? No, you should have it. Why should I have it? I don't know. I, I, I put it in my brother's bag when he went back. Oh, you know what happened after that? Uh, he moved back to San Antonio. No, I know, but he put it somewhere there. I'm going to ask him. I thought what? he did. William, why don't you do me a be, favor and walk better downstairs? better not be in this fucking house. Why don't you dock downstairs right now into your guest restroom and look above the toilet? It better not be in this fucking house. <laughs> Go take a look. <laughs> take a look. You, you know how you have the little pantry? You have the little pantry in your restroom? Check the right cabinet. <laughs> Mario, right after he checks or confirms, I want you to make that. You know that David Blaine like parody video that went around? He's like, why don't you check your, your grocery bag? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks into the camera. <laughs> 2,000 years later. Oh, he's back. He is. I don't see anything. Which um, restroom did you go to? The guest, the one downstairs. So as soon as you walk into the left? Yeah, yeah. You know, right above the toilet has a yeah, little drawer? A, mm-hmm. So if you open up the right one, I stuck it right in there the day your brother moved back. Motherfucker. And I exp- <laughs> All right, hold on. I'm No, fuck this. I expected one of you guys to fight. <laughs> hey, damn it. Take Shit. your recorder. Ah! Hey, hey take, take-, take your recorder with you. Some people can Is it on your phone? <laughs> I'm going to mute myself right here. Hold on. No, don't mute you. So take your recorder with you. We want to hear you. Oh, you want to hear it? Yeah, because we could hear you, but nobody else could. You sure you want to hear all that? Oh, yeah. I mean, this is riveting podcast content as it is, as we talk about you. Talk to my mom. Talk to my mom. Talk to my mom. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to go chase it down. I'm not really sure how to edit this. I'm going to try to make it quick. I'd say you just dump it in and do the usual dump it oh like don't edit anything i gotta look for the song well this is not podcast talk okay um well the next thing we had to talk about we have one more award that i need to give out but i don't want to do it without that william here i thought can he would just go just, down there and find it can we just talk about my award you want to talk about your award <laughs> no keep, we, keep we telling me how great i am <laughs> <laughs> i knew um, i was gonna win those awards all of them all all of them. You just got one. <laughs> yeah, you guys your poor, suck. <laughs> your poor cousin. <laughs> he, he's not going to be a fan. He hates everything we do. He's not going to be a fan of these awards. Yeah, he's going to message you like five times. Fuck you. Just yeah. to catch up. Is that enough messages for you? <laughs> uh, okay. That's, well, that's if he doesn't drink his, his, his bottle of wine. If so, it's like double double the messages. I'm yeah, sure. his, his aggression spikes up for sure. A few moments later. Hey, quick question. There was a brown trophy in the restroom. What did you do with that? Was it in there? Yeah, I have like a toilet. No? Meanwhile. William's such a dumb cunt. <laughs> Five minutes later. Okay, so we have to chase down the mystery of what happened to the Toilet Bowl Championship. But... To be the day I helped Fonz move, I did put in your guest restroom. You I thought fuck. I thought somebody would have found it. And when nobody said anything after the first like week, I'm like, maybe their mom found it and moved it. Maybe your son found it. I I don't really know. Now it, I open it and just see a whole bunch of toilet paper there. 
I think I, I took your mom. <laughs> your mom. I, your mom's just been bragging this whole time. I asked her right now. <laughs> I was like, hey, do you remember uh, moving anything there? And uh, she was like, no. And I was like, do you remember the trophy that I'm talking about? She's like, yeah, I used to have it on top of your refrigerator. I was like, that's the one. Yeah. I was like, do you remember that being in the restroom downstairs? She's like, no. And just like worried, like, are you looking for it? What's that? Was just, nothing. Never mind. Just, okay, got oh. it. <laughs> it's dangerous to tell a mom that you're missing something because they will. Yes. Scorch earth, like try and well, find something. What a fitting place I, to put it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it was inception, toiletception. <laughs> so, currently, we don't know where the fuck it's at. I guess we don't know. It should have been traveling the world with Warwick all this time, but yeah. I got some editing to do thanks to that waste of time. All right, moving on to the next one. Final best picture GM of the year combination of trades, free agent finds, late draft. Acquires acquisitions, sorry, and uh, actually, I didn't do it by any of these contests. Those those were my notes to do it by, but we didn't do it by that. <laughs> um, uh, GM of the year went to Jacob. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. Jacob well deserved. Famously inherited the team with the least amount of potential, according to that keep trade cut dynasty ranker combination. We looked at his roster from the day he acquired the team to the day, uh, the last day of the season. The only player that he kept from the team that he had inherited was Aaron Rodgers. Every other player on his team was uh, acquired through trade or free agency. And famously, this past season, he, I think, went on a 10 game win streak, if not more. He was 10 and 1 at one point. Castro, he was like your only loss on the season for a while. Uh, he caught fire, but. Like we said in the uh, Fast and Furious clip, he he, he burned out, <laughs> burned out before he could cross the finish line and had a first round playoff exit at the hands of was it you, Jose? Yep, Jose eliminated him, but he did go from um, ninth place to fourth place. Um, I think he went from eleven hundred points in twenty twenty to f- almost fifteen hundred in twenty twenty one. He acquired James Conner, who finished his RB5. He acquired uh, Terry McLaurin, Mike Evans, pretty much all of Castro's roster in those fields with him. <laughs> uh, for Najee Harris. Uh, Jose, do you have the rest of his roster pulled up in front of you? I don't. Um, I don't. Yeah, Travis Kelsey, he acquired him yep. midseason. Yeah, he had Aaron Jones, who he acquired from Fonz. That's right. Uh, that's right. He moves Stefan oh, Diggs to Justin. I, he got a player for oh Hollywood oh, Brown. Oh, he got Brown. Yeah, Hollywood Brown. Brown. Just he seemed to press all the right buttons early on. But McCaffrey, Aaron Jones. Uh, That's right. Uh, yeah, said Kelsey, Daryl Henderson, uh, Chark, Lazard, Chenault, Ertz. Yeah. He uh, yeah. Not everything was a was a home run, but he definitely hit a lot out of the park. And we said went from the team with the least potential to. Uh, a fourth place finish overall, ten game win streak. I think he had the second best record in the league regular season. Yeah, he was he was number two. Yeah. So for those reasons and more, Jacob in his first year wins our inaugural GM of the Year award. So congratulations, Jacob. Secret genius. Congratulations, Jacob. Secret genius. <laughs> I still can't tell, but don't know about Castro. You know, all these awards and no rings, okay? <laughs> Get an award, William. <laughs> I don't need an award, dude. 
Those rings are these. from like 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised those don't like turn your fingers green. They're, they're not very expensive. Because <laughs> I take care of it. Championships don't go away. Gold, gold is forever. Diamonds are forever. <laughs> All right, so that wraps up our first awards. Those were kind of thrown together on the fly off the top of my head uh, as we were kind of stringing them together. If anyone thinks of any other content that they would like to see or ideas, uh, the suggestion box is wide open. Be happy to throw those in. Uh, I'm sure, I feel like I've, I've unleashed Isaac to like open up the uh, the history books and go through and say, how about this thing that you sucked at? Like, let's make that work. <laughs> I got the data. Hit me up. Yeah, that's true. Numbers can make anyone look bad if you're uh, if you just frame it the right way. Uh, but yeah, that is a button up on our first ever 2020 or first ever fantasy dynasty sleeper flash awards. So yay! Hey, congrats to the winners. All right, moving on. That took a little while. Usually does. Um. The next thing on our agenda was Super Bowl React. We probably won't spend a ton of time because it is not really fresh in my head. Uh, none of us are drunk like we were the last time. But the LA Rams did win their Super Bowl. Finally, Sean McVay crossed the finish line. Got his first ring. Odell Beckham got his ring. Uh, Aaron Donald got his ring. Matt Stafford. A lot of guys who have been chasing it for a long time got their first rings. Um Joe Burrow in his what second year, first full year under center with pretty much no offensive line, uh, beat the Chiefs on their playoff run, and I forget who else. It's been a while, but put up a fight. They were up twenty to sixteen or twenty to seventeen, I think, late in the fourth quarter, and uh, Cooper Cup Cooper Cup scored with a minute twenty five left to go, and uh, and that was that was enough to win, but. Um, any talking points that anyone might be able to remember or I remember it all. <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh well first I want to say I did have like a buddies over to watch the game. And one of them is this like he's like a he's like a 20-year-old kid and uh he super like goofy, like innocent kid and was just happy for the game itself. Like he was like, I like the Rams and I like the Bengals. But every time he would say, uh, I'm so happy for this player, like he said Odell Beckham, they just started going down. <laughs> he he said it for Odell, and I was like, God damn it. I know that was you, Josh. You jinxed it. <laughs> like, and uh, he had said it for someone else that went down. I don't remember who. And the third time, he says, like, at least Joe Burrow got here, you know? And I was like, <laughs> in my head, I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> like, and, and, like, not moments later, he got that really ugly tackle yeah. where his, like, leg just bent back. And I was like, Josh, don't say anyone <laughs> anyone else's name in this game at all. Because I still had Joe Mixon at the time. I'm like, I swear if he says something about Joe Mixon, I'm going to be pissed. And uh, luckily, Joe Burrow didn't get hurt. But I was, he totally ruined Odell for me. I blame him. To, and I tell him all the time, I, I blame you for them being injured. Um, but uh, uh, the, the things I remember most about the game were, one, uh, when Odell went down, it was so obvious that no one else was getting the ball but Cooper Cup. And uh, I have no idea on that drive like that they did go and score to take the lead. It was the Cooper Cup show. I don't understand why they didn't think like, hey, maybe I should put two guys on Cooper Cup and make them beat me with Vans, No Hands, Jefferson, <laughs> or whoever else was there. And uh, 
Especially because the touchdown catch was against Eli Apple, who probably ruined his career because he was a shit talker. And like after that, everyone started uh, talking shit about Eli Apple. Yeah. Uh, one one of my favorite things I saw a meme uh, that someone put up. It's like it's really cool how the NFL like gives all these opportunities nowadays, and they're like, it shows a. Uh, what's his name carl nassab like first openly gay player and then like it was someone else and then it was like eli apple first blind player because <laughs> 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 he just got beat so bad <laughs> and it's a picture of him just like turned around and like cooper <laughs> first blind person oh, <laughs> yeah it's pretty bad burn but other than that, the very last play, it was the very last two plays, actually. Um, there was a lot of talk about the last play was obviously the one where Joe Burrow kind of gives a toss-up to uh, so the, Samaj. the scenario, Bengals are down by three. They're close to midfield, like maybe their own 40, 45 or something like that, trying to drive and get in field goal range. And they have maybe the best kicker in the league, so they don't even have to get that close. They just they need to like maybe 10 or 15 more yards to get there, right? Yeah, about, yeah. The, basically and they had just made a completion and i think uh what was it on first okay i, I don't remember what, what happened first and second but i know on the third down um there it was a it was a hurry up play and uh what they did is they hurried up instead of like people saying they should have took the time out and just like kind of got everyone set mm. and if you watch the footage from that Jamar Chase actually burnt the crap out of Jalen Ramsey that play. Damn. He burnt, he got wide open, and it's a classic, like, just bombing up to Chase, and it would have been a yeah. touchdown for sure, like, hands down. But Joe Burrow didn't see it in time. Jamar Chase was on his right. Joe Burrow looked left, started his read to the left, only got, like, about halfway until the pressure got to him, and he just kind of rolled away from it and never saw Jamar Chase. That was... Which sucks because it was a hurry-up offense type thing. Yeah. So, like, he didn't... I guess if you took your time, like, settled everyone down, maybe he would have had time to sure. see something else. I don't know. Well, then so maybe people... maybe the defense calls a different play, though, at that point. Maybe Ramsey doesn't get burned. There's, there's a whole, whole lot of what-ifs in that scenario. Yeah. Yeah. And then the most confusing one was the last play, of course, fourth down, where I don't understand why teams do this. They always put in, like, their third down specialist back, like, mm-hmm. whatever. But Samanje Pirine, in my world, is never going to be better than Joe Mixon in any way. I do not understand that, yeah. I do not. I don't get it. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe that's why I'm not a professional coach, but... That was the thing, like, it was thrown to Samanje Pirine, who I feel like you're going to take a shot for all the marvels. Like, it has to be, at the very minimum, it has to be Tyler Boyd. Like, just take a shot. Was that was that the play where Aaron Donald had broken through the line and pretty much was wrapping Joe Burrow up and bringing him to the ground? So he just had to he just had to sling it to the nearest guy? And yeah, he basically did, yeah. But if I'm like, I know Joe Burrow probably saw the pressure and had, like, maybe... A second more. Mm. I you have to know where Jamar Chase is at at all times, and I'm just trying to. Well, I mean, he didn't the play before. Yeah, that's that's horrible. <laughs> but yeah, but anyway, I feel Joe Mixon should have been in there. I feel like it probably would have been a better chance too. With the game on the a season on the line, right? I mean, Samaj P. Ryan, he's not your starter, and maybe he was best for whatever play package, and he was supposed to be the fourth option, and Aaron Donald ruined it. I don't really know. It's been a long time, and I didn't I didn't listen to any post game interviews. Um, I'm sure they got asked that question a bunch, but. Uh, either way, it, it was one of those where the Bengals are so young, especially the faces, Joe Burrow in his second year, Jamar Chase in his first. It's like, all right, these guys who have less time in their careers, Matt Stafford and 
Odell and I mean McVay's got a lot of time obviously but he's already been in the playoffs and had heartbreak it's sort of like for that sake I'm, I'm glad that the Rams won I'm glad they got that monkey off their backs but uh it's exciting for what Joe Burrow was able to do in his second year and the fact that Jamar Chase in his first year was able to play in that big game sure. and, and play well that's exciting for them especially for that team that's been irrelevant for so long yeah, it's crazy to think, though, because I heard this about uh, Patrick Mahomes the year prior, where it's like, you need to like win these games in order to catch up to Tom Brady. Oh. Like, It's crazy to think that Patrick Mahomes is already considered out of reach to Tom Brady, and I'm like, <laughs> he's so young, and he's so good still. Like, And now Joe Burrow's like, on the fringe of that. It's like, oh man, Joe Burrow misses his next one, it's it. And I'm like, how? Like, That's insane. Mm. But I guess... Well, I mean, you, you, the Chiefs are a perfect example of how none of these things are really automatic. Um, just because you're the number one offense or best team in the regular season, that's sort of what I like about our our uh, dynasty league. Is the number one team doesn't necessarily get through every time. You can crush everyone all season long, but if you have a bad break in the postseason, I mean, that's it, one and done. It's the same in the NFL. Everyone picks the Chiefs as the toughest team to stop all season long, and they have the edge. But one off game, they were up twenty one nothing in that Bengals game, yep. and then blew it. And it's just, yeah. it's really tough. It, like a lot of things have to go right and stay right for you to get back. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll see. I've, I feel like the Bengals should have won that game just from, just from Odell going down. Odell was the only one burning them from the start. Like, and I don't understand why they left like double coverage on Cooper <laughs> cop. Like it, it, to me, like that's as a defensive coordinator, it was the same thing for the Bucks game. Like, they won off of a to get to the Super Bowl. They won oh, off. Oh God! A, yeah, yeah. Wide open. Who who in their right mind's gonna not put like two guys on Cooper Cup in that scenario? Like mm. I don't. Cooper Cup does not get a free run anywhere. <laughs> you're you're right about Odell though. That the fact that so much of the attention was on Cup meant Odell suddenly, who has played his whole career as a number two, I'm sorry, as a number one, now gets number two coverage, and he was just feasting on those guys. Until your fucking friend opened his mouth, apparently. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ruined that. <sighs> um, you know, it, it it also spilled out to uh, to basketball. Not necessarily hurting, but he's a Suns fan, <laughs> and <laughs> and, uh, and like uh, I didn't mention it to him till like they played the who they lose to was the oh it was the Mavs, Mavs right. Yep. Yeah, and I was like, oh, my Mavs are going to take him. I was just messing around. Like, I didn't believe that myself. Uh-huh. And he's like, ah, sun's all day. We're going to sweep him. <laughs> I yeah. felt really bad because I made him say it. <laughs> so. I, actually, that makes a lot of sense because the Suns have had a lot of heartbreak. How long has this kid been alive? Because maybe he's responsible for, <laughs> for more of this. It's only 20, it's only 20 years. <laughs> I mean, that's 20, 2002. The Spurs, the Spurs had that whole... Uh, playoff thing against them where uh, uh, Amari oh, Stoudemire so got suspended. It was in the 07 run, I think. Oh, he was five. Mm-hmm. He was watching basketball. Tell him thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him thank you. <laughs> He's a uh, Giants fan right. too, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did get a ring. Uh, but yeah, that's 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 kind of a good button up on the Super Bowl, I think. Uh, William, Jose, you guys were a little more quiet on it. Any, any wrap-up, any thoughts, feelings? Not, not for me. It, it wasn't. It wasn't fresh, so it wasn't top of mind. I, 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 I think it was an exciting game, um, but I don't remember enough to go. Um, I think I remember that just that final play where they threw to P Ryan instead of you know some of the bigger names you would would have thought of. But uh, I, I think I was upset the Rams or I'm sorry the Bengals lost, but I think I had a 
couple player props that I was relying on for that. So that's probably <laughs> that's probably the reason I I mean I was happy for the Rams, but I think I was hoping for more that or at least it would go into overtime or something. So um but not exciting. It was an exciting game. Yeah, I thought the same just thing. Just so y'all know too. And just like happy for the Rams. It was like I didn't at some point it was like, ah, you know, either whoever wins like that and cool with but like it was super happy for a lot of the players on the Rams. Like OBJ, Aaron Donald, like it's just like they were fighting really hard for that ring, you know. Like there were a lot of players there, uh, Jalen Ramsey, um, and I remember Aaron Donald making a speech in the end or an interview, and it was just like expressing how he was like, "I dreamt about this, you know, you dream about this stuff." And it was like, "Okay, we're cool." Like, hmm. A lot of respect for Aaron Donald, but um, not. Nah. Yeah, I was happy it. for them. Was it? I feel like no one deserved that ring more than Matt Stafford. Like, yeah, that, Matt Stafford. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. I, yeah, Matt Stafford. Yeah, and uh, it was a Super Bowl too. Like you said, well, like I could, I didn't care who won. Like I'd be happy either way. Um, yeah, it was a good game too. But Matt Stafford probably deserved it the most on the yeah, field. Yeah, oh for sure, for sure. I mean, being on Detroit for so long and not winning, and then going here and making a change like that. There was just a lot of yeah players, man, that deserved it. That it was cool. It was like all right, cool. They got it. Now retire. all right well we're all sober for that one but there's a react to a very delayed react to most recent real life super bowl uh next on the docket we're going to kind of speed through these given how uh how long each of the other segments has taken but there's been a lot of nfl offseason moves um since we were last on uh, I have, I think, nine to go through. Uh, some of them affect players that we own. Uh, we'll spend more time on those, I guess. The other ones are just kind of quick, rapid fire. This thing happened. Does it really matter all that much? But first one I have, Mari Cooper off the Cowboys has joined the Browns. Browns obviously are in quarterback limbo with uh, Deshaun Watson's looming suspension up in the air and Baker Mayfield uh, – is very aware that they tried to find someone else to replace him and now they might be stuck with him. So don't know where that's going, but um, I don't know. Amari is on Miller's team. Any big thoughts there? One man's trash is another man's trash. <laughs> Onward. <laughs> Onward. <laughs> Onward. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think it's, until we, until that quarterback situations figure out, which even like, even if, if, if Watson is suspended, which he more than likely will be, I don't, I don't, I don't think Baker plays. Like I, if I was Baker, I wouldn't play. So like, I don't know what that would value that does or what that, that does to uh, Coop's value. But even if he did, like what receiver has Baker thrown to that you wanted to own? He has not made any uh, receiver relevant. It's all about that backfield. Yeah, the and the Browns are a run game. Yeah, they're first. Run all day. Well, Browns suck. Nothing else new. <laughs> uh, next one up, uh, Matty Ryan off the Falcons onto the Colts. Um, the only receiver I could really think of is Pittman. I uh, don't remember who else is T-Y there. Why is still there? Yeah. Oh, dude. No, the... he got cut. Damn. He got dude. cut. Oh snap! I think so. <laughs> That's your boyfriend. You don't know? No, yeah, dude. Know, he was right? my boyfriend years back when I had Andrew Luck. It <laughs> doesn't matter. We broke up. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the Colts seem to be on this thing where they just find 
new old quarterbacks um, to come in. They they had a pretty good run with Phil Rivers, right? That's where he went. Yeah. They tried Carson Wentz, not so good. Now they got Matt Ryan, who to me kind of looked done in Atlanta, but I guess they're going to see what else he's got. What else is left? I mean, they don't need much. Like, it's Jonathan Taylor there, and you just need to be able not to turn it over. Yeah. Sure. Game you just manager. need a quarterback. Basically, you just need a game manager. Yeah. Um, Pittman belongs to Isaac, so that's his uh, – I feel super sensitive anytime I say Isaac's name. He's just, <laughs> he's just waiting for me to talk shit in some way. It's definitely an upgrade for Isaac, the, going from Wentz. Carson Wentz to Matt Ryan. Um, yeah, they God, they soured on Wentz so quickly. When he lost that game to the Jags to miss the playoffs, they just said, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, shit, yeah. Um, next one, possible redemption slash resurrection. Allen Robinson, who's been irrelevant for a couple of years now, has gone to the Rams. Castro maybe doesn't bode well for Odell's re-signing. He hasn't re-signed. He's still a free agent. Well, that's what I mean. Like, uh, If he re-signs? No, he – will they even bother now? They already got Allen Robinson. Uh, Do they need two guys like that? I don't think so. And I think this is a huge upgrade for Allen Robinson because I think Allen Robinson has a lot of talent still. And he's going to get a better QB, less coverage. Cooper Cup's going to take most of it and, still. And Van Jefferson. Don't forget. <laughs> Don't leave him out. What's all he's gonna do is make him look good because Vance can't catch. <laughs> he had a lot of bad drops. His name is not Vance. His name is Van. Calling him Vance. Whatever. <laughs> That's how much no one cares about him. <laughs> um. So yeah, possible resurrection there for Robinson. If if I if uh, Scott, who I think has him, um, can get, you know, wide receiver two, wide receiver three, flex options out of him. Could be good. Or maybe you can move them. We'll see. Uh, all right. Now we're getting into the big ones, the fun one. Well, let's do one more s- smallish one. Uh, Hollywood Brown, after his breakout uh-huh. season in Baltimore, shipped off to Arizona um, to compete with Hop. And Christian Kirk is gone. Yeah. So I really think it's just Hop. Rondell Moore. Rondell, that's right. And AJ Green, actually. That's right. They yeah. Him. I mean, the ghost of AJ Green. Yeah. They, they did resign him. That's what Will said. Uh, I, I don't know. I thought they I think did. so. I thought they did too. This is good though because Kyler Murray played with Brown, didn't he? Did they? I That's don't know. right. They did I think play so together. in college, and yeah. he was a Sooner. How do you feel about that as a Hop owner? Uh, Hop's gonna get his either way. I think, <laughs> but Hop's not gonna be there for the first six seasons. So, like, I feel like it's better. Maybe, hopefully, he'll get the attention off of Hop. He has a six-game and, suspension. Mm-hmm. For Man, where... give yeah uh, performance yeah that's right there was a performance enhancing oh, drug pop okay. on him yeah. you know why because he's fucking losing it he's getting old <laughs> trying to find an edge he's gonna have six weeks to rest up and heal I mean he's gonna have six weeks to get his job stolen if Ron Dale or Hollywood Brown pop in those first six weeks and then old man Hop comes back in does he really command like twenty five percent target share anymore. I'm all day about him being a number two. I think he <laughs> would be a great number two. Behind, I think uh, he's he's a he's a red zone threat for sure. Okay. I think higher than than Brown and Rondell could ever be. Do you think he could be like a like a Mike Evans? You know, how Mike Evans has like two catches for two touchdowns sometimes. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Like uh, Rondell and uh, Hollywood Brown are field scratchers. That's what they are. But once they get into the red zone, I think it's hop all day. Yeah, he, he's he, good. 
I was gonna say, so you don't think there's potential, like if 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 Moore and and uh, Hollywood Brown just do amazing the first six games, you don't think there's potential for Cardinals to like shop, hop around and try to get value for, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I do, I but I don't think they would only because they're kind of like in the hot seat. Like they've been expected to get there and they just haven't. Yeah. So I don't think they would give that's away. That's true. A there's a lot of eyes on them now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh. Exciting for sure. Uh, we'll see what that means for. I can't even keep up. Does Does Jacob still have Hollywood Brown? Did he trade him? He still has him. Okay. Pretty I'm excited sure. about that move because uh, it's an opportunity for Rashad Bateman. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Oh yeah, on the yeah. Ravens side. He's also on now. Who has uh, Rondell Moore? Is it Is that Scott? I think it's Justin. I think you're right. Yeah, Justin. Right. Yeah, I think it is Justin. Um, but yeah, you're right, William. Um, he. He loved him. Uh, Lamar Jackson loved him some uh, Hollywood Brown last year. So Bateman missed a ton of time, which I think injury, but had some flashes yeah. last season. And I mean, that's good for me too as a Mark Andrews owner. One one less guy sure. take a bunch of targets. Um, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see what the Ravens do. We'll see what Arizona and, uh, does with Hop and with uh, Hollywood's new new home. Can we talk about one more small one before we move on to the big one? No. I'm sure it's just not on your big list. Okay, let's wait a minute. Does it does it have the initials TB in it? TB. Okay, no. no. Tuberculosis. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> My boy, Mitchell Trubisky to the Steelers. Okay, okay, I do actually like that. Oh, I love it. I think he's gonna do great. Stay the I fuck think away. D I need a quarterback. Happy. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's gonna do awesome. Like I think it was just the Bears. I think the Bears just ruined everything for the QBs and uh, Justin Fields. Even him, like an athletic freak, I know. looks stupid there. I, so, I know. <laughs> no. well, so I think Mitch Trubisky with the Steelers is going to be good. Uh, based on what I saw too in Buffalo, it was only preseason games, but he lit up those preseason games like more than you, average. You think Mitch is starter come week one? Yeah, for sure. They have Easy. idiots backing. Anytime Ben would miss, Kyle Rudolph, is he the dude that almost got murdered with his own helmet? Mason yeah. Rudolph, yeah. But they, <laughs> but they also drafted Kenny Pickett. So that's Mason, why I'm asking right. if, if, if he's starter week one. <sighs> You don't think that's like a clipboard situation? It's not like he was uh, Trevor Lawrence, right? Yeah, he wasn't like, no. He was only there because there was literally no other good QB besides <laughs> Malik Wilson, who got drafted even way later than that. That's so right. I don't think I don't think he beats Mitchell Trubinsky. I actually agree with you. I think Mitch gets that job because just because he's got the veteran experience, Mike Tomlin is definitely like a hold the clipboard and earn your licks, like earn your playing spot kind of time kind of guy. Maybe they don't want to throw this kid into the fire too early and that's a that's a stable franchise with a good coach and a good system i yeah i actually think mitch will be okay which uh i think i think somebody owns him it's the only reason i'm saying this because i did no, he's oh free. fuck me he's <laughs> free. I'm picking him up right now fuck you <laughs> uh, this is hey, fuck all you guys i've been a mitchell Trubisky oh, okay dude i'm picking he's him the up. greatest he's amazing <laughs> He's the number one, and then he doesn't do shit. You know, back in his Chicago days, he actually had a couple seasons where he did not look that bad, even though the coach was an idiot. I remember late in one of the seasons, uh, he went off for like 35, 40 points, and you had started Tom Brady instead. And uh, they were like, it was a difference in a win-loss. I don't know if it was another like playoff-missing situation, but he had gone off. I know that's happened, yeah. 
But yeah, he was he was pretty good. Yeah, and I think with the, this better system, I think he'll be pretty decent. He was the number two overall pick once upon a time. There you go. Anyone listening, take him from Mario. Fuck That's off. the game for the draft. Think, you know, fucking Miller <laughs> held on to Kirk Cousins all season long. Who finished like the QB8. <laughs> Josh Allen. It's all right. Made the finals without him. Uh, all right. All right. Now we can move on. I just want to make sure my boy got his respect. Yeah. That was the last of the minis. The first of the big ones, since it's not technically a uh, acquisition, we'll knock it out first. It does pertain to you. This is a twofer because while Tom Brady retired and unretired to come back for one more run, Gronk did not come with. So you kept Tom, lost Gronk. That's That affects you immediately. That does immediately affect me. I, I, I effectively, only tight end I have right now is Noah Gray. The uh, <laughs> Who, Patriot? No, exactly. Well, he <laughs> was. Uh, he's a Kansas City Chief. Oh, he was a rookie last year. Uh, I do still like him. I have high hopes for him once Travis Kelsey retires, but I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon. So I'll probably be drafting a tight end or going week by week matchup scenarios. I've That'd got be a tight ugly end for me this year. <laughs> I don't want Kaseki's trash. Cool, cool, man. <laughs> cool. <laughs> You know, it gets more expensive from here. Remember that. <laughs> I want you to remember that. Um, well, TV sticking around. Good news for Mike Evans owners. Good news for maybe Russell Gage owner. He's the new guy in uh, Tampa. Uh, yeah. And uh, Chris Godwin, who I don't know if he's going to be healthy to start the year, but that's Fonz's guy. Uh, all pass catchers and all offense. So Leonard Fournette, all offense in Tampa Bay gets at least one more year of relevance before um, whoever else comes in to replace Tom. Uh, assuming he still has it. Is he Is he 45 now? Is he actually 45? I think he's 44. He's a year away from 45. 44, 45. One of those. He's close. Crazy. Crazy either way. I mean, the guy was on the brink of going back to the Super Bowl if he had any kind of defense whatsoever. It wasn't his fault. Yeah. It never <laughs> is. Except Philly. That's the only time he legitimately was like losing by two scores. But every other time, like he does his job. Yep. Uh, okay. Next on the big names, Russell Wilson, big move out Ooh. of Seattle. Ooh. Implications there: DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. We don't have a Lockett owner here, but we do have a Metcalf <laughs> owner. Not concerned. <laughs> Who's the quarterback there? It's either going to be Drew Lock or Geno Smith. And you're um, not concerned. Dude, that is so concerning. Well, you I okay with a player here's the thing DK Metcalf is getting a lot better as a receiver like not just the the bomb just he can run straight fast and that's it if you guys noticed he actually doesn't get that many bombs anymore which is kind of it sucks and it doesn't suck because he's actually learning how to run routes so I'm figuring if it's a QB that sucks they're hopefully they're gonna look for him and hopefully he can using his physicality and his speed he could burn a couple guys or use with the routes he learns and uh just be like the tyler lockett because all those wide receivers like doug baldwin tyler lockett like the lineage of them they all are great route runners i don't know what seattle does there but Hmm. they make route runners out of their wide receivers dk just happens to be the first one that's freakishly huge and freakishly fast so hopefully he'll be one of those players where like it just doesn't matter who's throwing the ball at some point. Well, you better hope so. I mean, Hopkins did it for his whole career. 
Um, Hopkins did it for his whole career with guys who have uh, barely even uh, lasted as like more than two years as quarterback. But I don't, I don't know. I mean, DK even had trouble staying relevant with Russell Wilson there for a little bit at points last year. Oh, we will see. Fantasy we'll see. Island. Yeah, we'll see. Fantasy Islands. I mean, TK's still got, like, even with the sample size of Geno Smith, he's still got targets. It's just they Geno weren't Smith quality sucks. targets. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They're not quality targets. They're not spot-on targets. But he's still, like, the game plan is still, like, give him a, a certain amount of targets. So I'm pretty sure he'll still see his share. It's just I don't know if they'll be good <laughs> I mean, that's the name of the game, right? Like production comes from opportunity. So even if it's from a shitty quarterback, these are still NFL quarterbacks. If he gets his 25%, 30% targets, he'll put some points up, but just maybe not as explosive as he would have been in the past, but he's still young. We'll, we'll see anything can change really quickly as we've seen. Um, On the other side, Russell Wilson now lands in Denver, Cortland Sutton, uh, Jerry Judy, who is owned now by Isaac, Isaac. Yeah. Isaac. Uh, um, I'm not going to talk about Isaac. So <laughs> I'm prohibited. Uh, and then my boy Javante. Uh, I'm happy because I think the offense just got better, which means more goal line opportunities. If Melvin Gordon would just get the fuck out of the way, I think I got a monster there. Uh, I can't really speak to Judy. I mean, it's an upgrade. Every pass catcher, it's an upgrade. Because sure. who was there? Drew Locke? Yeah, it was Drew yep. Locke. Yeah. Yeah. Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater, but like a not good Teddy Bridgewater. He's like hurt. Yeah, I hope, yeah. Hope, hope, I'm hoping this means the kitchen's open and Russ can now cook. Um, but yeah, See? I think entire entire upgrade for the offense. Even I mean, well, I guess they traded their uh, the tight end to Seattle. So, but they have that, they have that Albert O guy. Um, right. I think he had a few flashes last year. So with with Russ, I'm excited. Yeah. Top tier talent. I'm excited to see that offense too. I just need to see how this damn. I actually looked at the splits, the running back splits. It was exact. They almost had the exact same amount of yards, exact same amount of attempts, and they both had a 50% snap share. Like they are a dead even heap. But what? I was going to say, William, educate this man about Broncos running backs. Yeah, you don't trust him. <laughs> this is a real running back. <laughs> no. Oh, this okay. isn't. This isn't Lizzie, Royce Freeman. Royce Freeman were never real running backs. What team is Royce Freeman on right now? He's with Houston. I'm, I'm surprised you knew that. Yeah. I didn't know that. But I don't think he is on that. No, team. Wait, no, he's with Miami. You son of a is bitch. It Miami or Houston? <laughs> it's one of the two. Houston. Philip is it Houston? Uh, it's Houston. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm excited for for the Broncos for sure. Russ is going to change the game and change their name because Denver has. Had a lot of potential and just cannot fucking do anything because they just don't have a quarterback. They don't have a quarterback. And, uh... <laughs> we'll see. I'm excited for that offense. Like I said, hopefully they uh, ground and pound. We'll see if the run- dominant running game was a Seattle thing or a Russell Wilson thing. I think it's a Russ, Russ thing too. I don't think so. I think no? part of the reason Russ left is because he wants to throw more, mm. unfortunately. I think because I think that's Pete Carroll is the run run first sure guy. you're gonna see sure. you're gonna see I'm but gonna i'm see. gonna see the bar i think though you're gonna have to wait another year for to really enjoy javante uh williams because i think they're still gonna go melvin gordon him or i think javante's gonna start but i think they're still gonna split the carries well yeah i'm gonna resign melvin gordon i know so i'm so pissed, they're so gonna pissed. Fucking 
I know, but like he's another year older. I don't want to wish injury, but in, like he has an injury history. And if in his rookie year, Javante got an even split, maybe in year two, they start to lean a little, like it's going to be a slow progression. I'm afraid it's going to be a Derrick Henry thing. Not to say Javante will ever reach Derrick Henry level, but DeMarco Murray was it's in the way on. for a long time before Henry finally got loose. Yeah. yeah. I think you got like one more year and then that's when Javante, it's Javante's backfield. I think you're right, but I would I would at least take like a 57-43 split. Just give him a little, like dead even I don't want. Just give him, give me confidence in which one to start because last year I was literally flipping a coin. Uh. Anyways, all right, three more here. Um, my boy, AJ Brown, draft night trade. <laughs> RIP. <laughs> <laughs> what Next one. What? <laughs> what, Q, what QBs are – what the Bears are to quarterbacks, the Eagles are to wide receivers, at least in the last – the most recent history. Uh, it is not a good place for wide receivers in general, especially when they have a quarterback that can't even throw all that well that's that's better at running. And Devontae Smith also is uh, coming into his second year after having a pretty solid first year. So I, I don't know. I don't know if AJ comes in and dominates targets. I don't know if he's in a split. I don't know if it doesn't matter because Jalen Hurts can't throw. Uh, definitely a downgrade. Uh, I'm not happy about it. Yeah, that one's tough. I hate Eagles and wide receivers. Like that's the, I, I think we've talked about this before. They draft guys. I'm excited about. Them. I'm like, damn. Like there goes their careers. <laughs> yeah. So and even running backs somehow too. Like I was telling you, like Miles Sanders. I uh-huh. liked Miles Sanders as a talent. And I still think he's good, and I have no idea why the Eagles don't see that. Like he's way better than anyone else, and he lost touches to Boston Scott. I know that's that's ridiculous. You don't have to tell me. But, I, I know. <laughs> I've, I've been there. I've seen it. Um, well, yeah. R.I.P. Take on the Eagles. R.I.P. Sums it up. I've got I've got fucking Justin Fields in Chicago, and I've got A.J. Brown in Philly now. We'll see. There, I mean, their value is at an all time low, so I won't even have a, an easy time moving them. I just need to see. We need to see it. Maybe, maybe Jalen Hurts gets benched and a real QB comes in and everything changes. You never know. But you still got talent, as you saw with the playoffs last year. Still can make plays. <laughs> last two. They both involve two more people on this panel. Who wants it? I don't know. Just give it to us. Just give it to us. Jose, Devontae Adams no longer yeah. has Aaron Rodgers. They're one of no the more. more. Derek Carr in Oakland. Your thoughts? Uh, you know, I think I was a little scared at first, um, knowing, you know, Devontae Adams is Devontae Adams because of Aaron Rodgers and, of course, like his own talent. But, like, that was such a good duo um, in Green Bay. And I think when I saw the trade, I was, like, thinking, what the heck? Like, oh, man, his fantasy value. Like, he's just, just going to start plummeting um, and his production. Um, but I don't think that's the case because I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure Raiders are past first. And then Derek Carr and Devontae Adams play together at Fresno State. So they already have that bond, that connection. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm actually kind of excited. That I think I think I'm even more excited for him in Oakland than I was for him in Green Bay. Really? Um, I, I think so. And I know that's a lot to say before the season started, like before the season starts and without seeing any actual footage of that um, on, the, on the professional level. But I'm excited. Um, I mean, I have to be, right? I can't. I it's Devontae <laughs> yeah, Adams, right? Yeah, you have to hope for the best. He's false promoting right now so that he can trade him at a high price. <laughs> yeah, I should have sure. fucking done that with AJ Brown. You know, he's going to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about it. Yeah. He's going to go trade him back to Isaac. 
There's going to be in a trade block in a week. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm just going to do it. <laughs> you know, I, I never do this. I've never done this for anyone before, but I'm going to go ahead and cut you a deal. Put him on the trade block. <laughs> yeah, man. You know who's buying? William. <laughs> no. No. Um, yeah, Jose, that is all-time optimism. Um, I think you're right that Devontae did carry a lot of that talent because if he didn't, why why wasn't Alan Lazard? Why wasn't Robert Tanyan? Why wasn't uh, uh, Valdez Scantling? Like, why, why weren't they getting the same volume? Like, Adams clearly stood out on the talent factor. But I got to think that touchdown efficiency goes down because Rodgers just loved Devontae Adams and those little two-yard goal line routes. Um, so I got to think his touchdowns go down, but you're probably right about his overall target share maintaining. How old is he now? Is he 30? 29. 29. There's that hill coming up on the hill. Not for receivers. No, it's they, <laughs> they, they, they go much, much longer and further than, than running backs. Running so I'm backs. still, this is still in his prime. I think, I think it's the downhill. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I like Devontae Adams. I think he does have a lot of talent, but uh, it's Derek Carr compared to Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers did have a, boner for Devontae Adams he fucking loved him so so I I just don't know if like I don't know and like the Packers system was always really good too I don't know going to the Raiders you know I I feel even better now because anytime historically anytime you say something or someone's going downhill (laughs) it goes the opposite way so I mean I'm I'm really excited now yeah didn't you have Adams once upon a time on your team I did have that I had Adams a year before I had him there you go he put like 990 something yards I'm like oh this is the guy and then I traded him to Isaac for something I forgot what I think like a first oh I think it was for my first round and something else because I got Leonard Fournette that next year because that was the year of those like the great running back year and I was like I want two first round years Oh, and then and then Adams moved in the infamous Austin Eckler deal uh, a couple of years ago. It has so far worked out for both, but I don't know how old Eckler is at this point. Um, he's old too. He's like twenty eight. Yeah, okay. twenty eight. That that's way too old for running back. Still shift twenty seven. Twenty seven. I'm sorry. He's, he's, Ooh, he's there. Okay. Guys okay. <laughs> are just determined to talk to him. whatever age you say. Oh, twenty five. Yeah, that's too old. That's too old. <laughs> I usually say 26, and that's like when you should start being concerned. Damn. If it's not like a Derrick Henry, then yeah. Um, yeah, Derrick Henry is definitely the athletic freak outlier in, in these scenarios. All right, last one. William, you know it involves you. You sold the farm to buy your boy Tyreek Hill. <laughs> Tyreek Hill has since left the Kansas City offense to go join Tua down in Miami. Tua obviously had Jalen Waddle already. You've got your own little rookie standout situation to compete with, rookie versus veteran. Um, thoughts? Which way are you going to go? Are you going to go high, like high praise the way Jose did, or are you going to be honest about? About what happened? Well, it's definitely a downgrade. Obviously, like he's not going to like get those deep balls thrown at him and they're not going to be as accurate. I do think he does provide, I mean, he, the guy's fast, like his yeah. skill, like he's just, he's, he's, um, he's, he's a hard working player. Like he's going to, he's going to get his touches. He's confident. He's cocky. Um, so I think he's going to show out and, and, and play. I, 
don't know how this is going to affect his touchdowns. Um, but I'll tell you uh, how it affects it. <laughs> I think the you know it's interesting because so I have Gusecki, I have uh, fucking Tyreek Hill, <laughs> all the and I have Chase Edmonds, right? So I'm like, okay, all I'm, dolphins. Uh, I'm all Dolphins right now. I'm all in on the Dolphins. So <laughs> I'm hoping, optimistically hoping that the ball gets spread around evenly, you know. But I think they do have a really good wide receiver, Waddle. Um, so it's not just gonna be a Tyree Kill show. Like Tyree's gonna have to. I think it's gonna be a really awesome thing to see on the field, like competitively. Like Hill wants to be the best. Waddle wants to be like Hill, and it's just gonna be like, oh man, if they go out there and explode, it's gonna look really nice. And it's gonna hopefully Tua can just fucking just give him the ball. Just like give him the ball. That's all you have to do. Throw I don't. I don't know what Tua's deep arm looks like, but that's the thing about Tyreek. It could be a quick slant or a screen, and yeah. he could do the rest. Just get the ball right. in his hands. He's fast. He's fast, man. And he's not slowing down. Fun fact, Tyreek Hill also passed the Castro facilities. <laughs> so he's passed through those halls. <laughs> Before getting to William. I remember, too, I bought him for 17 bucks, and he was only, this is only when he was doing, like, crazy punt returns, and the next year was good, and then I didn't get Patrick Mahomes, and then I traded him to Miller after that. Damn. And Miller, did he sell, Miller who sold him to you? That's you yeah, bought it was him? Miller. Oh, Damn, damn. you were holding on to a bunch of first-round picks in that deal, Castro, you didn't even know it. I did not. I could have <laughs> hustled William. It was the best sort. Now, I don't. I think though, like with the Dolphins, I think Tyreek takes a dip too. Um, hopefully, I think the long ball takes a dip. Like he definitely yes. doesn't have Patrick Mahomes throwing it. But yeah. like you said, your best cases are this quick slants and the screens, and like just let him do that. I really think Jalen Waddle is going to give him a lot of competition there because I like Jalen Waddle a lot, and Jalen Waddle's fast too. Like I was going to say, aren't they kind of the same player? They've uh, Jalen Waddle's actually bigger than him and only slightly slower mm. than him. So, so and younger too. So Jalen Wall did, I think, had an injury like in college, and they might have played too on Jalen Wall in college. So, oh, I think you're right. They might, they might have that connection too. Mm. So I think Jalen Waddle is the biggest threat to Tyreek Hill because Tyreek Hill definitely takes yes. more of the attention, but I'm sure Tua is thinking more Waddle than Hill. It's gonna be interesting to see play out for sure. I think but Tua just needs to get his head on right and just like, all right, dude, start playing right, man. Like, they're invested. Obviously, <laughs> they've given him the weapons, and if he doesn't yes. perform, I don't know how long that leash is. Yeah, like you can't do it with that team. You need to get um, fucking fired. But you know who's kind of probably winning in this is Scott, because he's got two yeah. burners now. That all Scott, who owns Tua, um, I'm not sure who Scott's and current Waddle. quarterback is. I think it was like a like Matt Ryan or a veteran or something like that. Scott owns Waddle yeah. as well, right? Stafford. Stafford. He does own Waddle, so he's got that stack. And then now that he's got Tyreek. I mean, he wins either way. Either one of those guys catches a touchdown. So yeah, this yeah. might be a big year for uh, for Tua if he can execute. And let's not forget Gasecki. Gasecki, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be the touchdown machine, dude. Trash. And Chase Edmonds. <laughs> and Chase Edmonds. <laughs> like this, reminds me of uh, when the Browns acquired Odell and Landry. And, the, and Landry, and there was someone else. That was a different that went story, all in man. on the Browns. <laughs> It's not really that different. A hot shot QB that was a hot shot in college uh, gets a lot of new toys. A hot shot because Odell was at the time really good too. Okay, but it's the Browns. They're like historically terrible. I think they're actually cursed. Miami's actually had you know good seasons in them. 
Not recently. Yeah, it's been a minute. That's going to change. <laughs> uh, okay, that wraps up most of the offseason moves. I'm going to stop saying we're going to go quick because it just doesn't happen. Um, but we do have just two more things to cover before we get out of here. Luckily, this one is short. We'll see how short we are. Uh, sleeper trades. Trades been made in our league uh, since the wrap of the season. Pretty quick. There's only two. Uh, first one, Isaac moved TJ Hawkinson for a second round pick, a late second round pick. I think it's like pick nine in the second round or 10, nine, because you finished uh, third Castro. So pick nine in the second. And the other one, blockbuster deal, Castro, more talent, leaving your, your halls, <laughs> traded Joe Mixon, traded CeeDee Lamb, traded Justin. Oh my God. CeeDee Lamb just became the one too. You always move guys <laughs> right before. <laughs> Traded CD Lamb, traded Khalil Herbert, and a 2023 second rounder to Bonds, who in turn gave you Alvin Kamara, who I think is dead weight, Kadarius Tony, and <laughs> two 2023 first rounders, which happen to belong to both brothers. One is Williams and one is Fonz's. Yes. So you're going to spend all next year just rooting against both of them. <laughs> but not just for fun. You actually have skin in this game. Basically. Can I just say, yeah. if, if you trade with Castro, can anyone who listens to this and you want to trade with Castro, just sleep on it. Like, sleep <laughs> on it first, and then if you still feel the same way, do it again the next day. Sleep on it? Devontae Adams sucked for you this whole time? <laughs> <laughs> Tyree Kill doing bad? I want to have one movie, much. so... Can't say anything. Well, I I mean you got him late. You're jumping on this train way too late. Fonz is getting a prime C D lamp. <laughs> yeah, and he's got he's got the Bears backfield locked up now. I don't like if he's not ready to win now, you just said 25, 26 is the age to watch out for our running backs. Um that's where Mixon is. He's I think going into his fifth, if not his sixth year right now. Yeah. So he's definitely needs to be on a win now team. So um I already told Fonz if uh if it goes five or six weeks and he's one and five <laughs> or two and four, some people are going to come knocking on his door. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say you're going to come knocking. Man. I hope he oversells it to you. Oh, bro, I'm cheap in all aspects of life. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that's really it. Uh, I don't, I don't have a ton to say about that. I could see it both ways, but you do have two first rounders next year, and. I'm just I like the subplot of you rooting against both brothers for the entire season just and them playing to try and get you a worse pick. William Fonz, your actions will determine <laughs> the next five years of this league. Try not to fuck it up. Never. <laughs> That's way too much pressure for them. I will say too though, is it, is it, I do like right, go ahead, Deez. I was gonna say these are bounce back this is a bounce back year for the for the Lost Brothers. Thank you. Yes. Everyone is rooting for you guys because of me now. I hope y'all know that. <laughs> I was. I just want to say real quick. I do think uh, I like Kadarius Tony a lot. I think he is going to be an elite wide receiver. So this trade, it's it's an interesting trade. It could go either way because that draft class too is supposed to be packed with talent. So. Kamara, I think it might be dead weight. I just kind of got him as a feel good, like it's an even switch between yeah. even between Joe Mixon just by age and experience. But uh, there's a lot of question marks on my side. I think Fonz definitely knows what he got. Still a lot of question marks on my side of the trade. Tony's a big one. 
Um, but the two first rounders, yeah, you got to see what they are. But you're betting against you're betting against brothers, both of whom missed the playoffs last year, so they would have been top six picks. But we'll see. All right, that's it for trades. The last item on the agenda was the results of our draft lottery. Um, we live stream this. Most people already know the results. Uh, I mostly just want to talk about the fallout and implications and discussion that came afterwards. So we've had the lottery method for, I guess, all but the first year, I think, um, wherein people get a certain amount of percentage and the idea is to prevent tanking and not trying and people getting free wins throughout the season because every game obviously impacts because we always have multiple teams competing for playoff spots at the end of the year, so on and so forth. So tanking, uh, avoiding tanking is the goal here. So that being said, um, the draft lottery came in, the top eight picks. Uh, for anyone that forgot, Jose, I have some in parentheses, so I don't know who the actual pick belongs to. Uh, I don't know if you have it up in front of you, but number eight, I show Miller. Is that right? Um, it is right, but that belongs to Michelle. Okay, so the parentheses name is the final name. So then number seven, uh, I think the guy who finished 11th place was Scott. He had really good odds of uh, of getting a high pick, but... He got maybe lottery screwed. He got pick seven. Uh, pick six, which was Williams' pick, now belongs to Miller. Is that right? In the trade? Correct. Pick five, the other one of Scott's picks. Uh, he got this one from Fonz. Uh, I already said it, but belongs to Scott. So Scott walked away with five and seven, and he had he had really good odds of getting a top three mathematically. It just uh, was not in the cards for him. Um, so then number four, Justin, number three, Isaac, number two, Michelle, and number one was Warwick. Uh, we already knew those results, not a lot of drama there, but the discussion came about afterwards where Miller, I think, proposed changing the lottery format to um, look at the previous year's um, possible points for, because the league tracks what your best starting lineup could have been, and it basically ranks you off of that and says, well, in theory the worst teams would have the lowest possible points because um, they have the least amount of talent. Obviously, there's ways to manipulate that. Also, if you have a bunch of players on your roster who either don't start or are injured um, or just maybe inactive, yeah, you can manipulate that and um, get that number really low and essentially guarantee yourself a number one pick or maybe uh, uh, get into an in, in, arms or a D arms race, so to speak of other, like two or three teams who are close, just kind of just cutting and signing who, whichever players. And so that's a little bit of my fear with that, but curious to hear y'all's thoughts on that format, taking a little bit of the uh, luck and lottery and randomness factor out of it and going with this more straight lined, least talented teams um, automatically get first, second, third, fourth, and so on picks. I like the lottery. I'd say no. I would rather have the lottery. It's just funner. It's more <laughs> excitement. All right. William? Yeah, I, I, I got to go with Castro. I like the idea. It, it makes it more spontaneous and more fun, more exciting to have the lottery. You know, like even if you do um, really well, you know, like in Scott's case, his odds were really well, but ended up mm -hmm. with five and seven. You know, like that's the risk you take. And I get the other side, right, of like, oh, well, I should get first round because my odds are really well or because of my shitty season 
last year. But like you said, you can manipulate that, and that brings in uh, moments like it brings an opportunity for people to manipulate that, even if um, they might not seem like they're trying to, you know, um, just based off of like adding all that together and getting a summary of all those points. Cause anybody can have, yeah, I, I would imagine like this year, like Castro had a whole bunch of people on his bench that were hurt, you know? So it's like, Oh, there's sure. zeros there, you know? And it's like, well, um, but still, like it, it was offset because it does take the best possible starting lineup. But and because the rest of his players were performing performing well, he was still really high in that category. Because yeah. it it's not like it's it takes every player on the roster. It still takes the best okay. ones available, which okay, I guess would make it harder to manipulate. Yeah, um, I don't know. I like uh, I like the lottery. It's it's no matter how much we pitch and complain, I've complained about it and like. Nope. What the fuck? I had the best odds. You, you in particular have been screwed by this. So I'm curious about your opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) but I still like it. I I think it's fun. Um, I'm going to use what I got. It's up to me to, to trade at that point. If I need to, Um, it just makes it, yeah, it's really fun. I like it. I like that. We're coming up with different ways to do it uh, until we find a concrete way to do it. But um, yeah, let's say lottery. Jose. Yeah, I, I like what we do now. Um, I, I, I've seen the other side of it, how other leagues do it. Um, yeah, it works, but it takes, like Casper was saying, I think this is the most uh, fun. Like, this is the fun part of, of the league when we start getting into the offseason and how we do things the way we do it. Uh, I'm all for how we're currently running it with the lottery. I do feel bad for people who consistently, you know, get screwed over. Um, you know, more recently, Scott and the, and the lottery. I, I do feel terrible for that. But, like, you know, Will's been through it a couple of times. Um, and it's it's tough being like, oh, I'll keep things the way they are, right? And like, I'm, I'm hard, hardly ever in the lottery, right? So I can't get screwed oh, yeah. there. Um, no, but I, I, I do think for like the overall enjoyment and excitement for the league, I, I do like the way we do things when it, from that perspective. And I think I, I, I would love to keep it that way. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Just curious to hear thoughts. Um, I, I'm kind of listening to both sides still. And I, there's definitely a lot of things I agree with you, with you guys um, on the other side. I, 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 I was telling um, Jose, like I've, I've been in the finals four straight years, so I haven't really been involved in the lottery. So it's easier to sit up here in our ivory tower and just say, what are you guys complaining about? Like, <laughs> I don't understand your, your problems down there in lottery world. And I definitely don't want to have that approach intact to it. I, I'm also curious to hear Jose's perspective because he actually plays by this rule in other leagues. So he's gotten to see trial runs of it and see whether or not it's something he likes as compared to ours. That's a, an experience that only a couple in our league, I think, have. Um, one thing I said when Miller brought it up was that he's free to come on and state his case. I don't want it to be uh, one thing where we kind of have a, a hive mind and uh, an echo chamber. Where we all just say, yeah, I like the way it is. Let it be done. Um, I, I want to give him a chance to come on and explain his side and why he thinks it. And um, yeah, I just I don't want to turn off people who constantly get screwed by it and say that, you know, this is just the way it is. So you can suck it up. So I, I want to hear both sides up for sure. I think too, the lottery just gives you a chance to like, cause if you're middle of the pack and you just know it, like it's just no excitement. Like the year that Derek Henry and Ezekiel Elliott were picks one and two yeah, or not. Yeah. 
that year we had to give it to Josh because it was still like it was the year right before the lottery right. was implemented. Oh, yeah. And it just sucks because like anyone had a shot for that. Like any of the lower half teams had a shot for it. That is the fear because so. there is going to be the year where everyone knows this next guy coming out is the guy. There's going to be the Zeke or the Saquon or the big name. And then everyone's just going to – I'm afraid it's going to be a tank off essentially, right? And so you look at the ripple effect of that. If they're cutting relevant players to get their numbers down, well, that adds them on. Not only is it maybe free wins for for their opponents, but now there's more players in free agency pool to get scooped up. And I, it's it's hard for me to predict. Like I said, Jose's actually seen it in action. I'm more just theorizing uh, what could happen. So curious to hear thoughts. Still welcoming Miller on to come and state his case on it. And um, if it's something people feel strongly about, we can put it to votes like we, we have before. Um, but that pretty much wraps that up. Um, we did have some actual rule changes that we voted on. I think I'm going to save that for next episode because we've gone pretty long as it is. And this, this is it. This will draw the partition between 2021 and 2022. I don't want to commit and say what will be new on the (laughs) podcast, but I can tell you my, uh, arrogant championship gloating will be gone. William, your <laughs> toilet bowl is uh, no more. Comment will be gone. No nah, more. we'll keep that. Nah. That's a fan favorite. It's done. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> Timed no up. Time to refresh. Um, I think that'll still be the open on this episode, but uh, that that will be it. I'm no longer the champ. William, you are no longer the toilet champ. Although I do want you to find that thing. <laughs> yeah, I gotta figure out where the hell it's at now. <laughs> I think I have a picture as evidence. I'm pretty sure I took one. All right. I love oh. it. All right. <laughs> Show it around. But other than that, guys, yep, we are back. Uh, definitely one of our longest episodes without a guest, to be sure. But we had a lot of pent-up discussions, I think, that needed to happen. And yeah, the next one will be 30 minutes. No, it never is. We always say it's short, <laughs> and it's not. Um. But yeah, I, I think that's I'm good to draw the line there. And this is a finale on season two. It didn't end on episode 50 like we thought, but I think we're getting close to that. Got to check it. Very close. All right. Well, unless anyone has anything else, farewell to 2021 and season two of the pod. We'll be back with season three fairly soon. I'll see you All next right. year. Thank you, everyone, for Let's season go. two. On to the next one. William? Big Willie signing out. (laughs) (laughs) Later. Later.